Hey there, it's Jesse, your beauty mentor, and today I want to start a series of a book club. This is going to be about money mindset. So the book is called The Illusion of Money by Kyle Cease, and I already read it. And at the end of every chapter, he gives an assignment. And this is one of those books that you just highlight everywhere. Everything is truth bomb after truth bomb, and it's just absolutely amazing. He gives an assignment after every chapter, and the last chapter, the assignment was to read it again. So towards the end of the book, I started going live on Instagram and just reading and sharing my thoughts because it's one of those books, it provokes so many thoughts and like it helps you get to know yourself better and get deep with yourself and why you're holding yourself back from things that you want to do or the person you want to be or whatever it is to you. But the book is really, really helpful. And it was one that I knew I wanted to read all over again. I definitely knew I was like, oh, this is too good to just read once. So I started doing lives and everybody was like, oh my God, this book is amazing. This book is amazing. So since the assignment was to read it again, I am going to read it again, starting from chapter one, but I'm going to start a series where it's read and chat. So I'm going to read the chapter and I'm going to stop and chat and share my thoughts while I read. Again, this book is called The Illusion of Money by Kyle Cease. So this episode is going to be chapter one. And I want to give a warning. This is um, the audio from my live and I didn't realize there was wind blowing from the fan in my earpiece. So you're going to hear a little bit of wind blowing. You can still hear me reading, but it's a little bit of you hear the environment, but I'll keep it in mind. Only this episode is going to be like that starting tomorrow with chapter two. I'm going to keep it in mind and make sure the audio is super good. So if you guys can please hang tight with just this one, it does hear a little bit of wind, but still the value is there and I'm sure it's going to help you guys as much as it has helped me. If you did enjoy it, send me a DM on Instagram, send me a message. I would love to connect with you and see how I can help you further. So let's get right to it and get into chapter one. from this book and stopping and sharing my thoughts and chatting with you guys as we go. Um, I'm coming back to chapter one of this book. I shared the very end with you guys when we started these like morning chats, but I'm going to go back to chapter one and do an entire series on this book. This book is extremely impactful. Before I start in chapter one, I want to read a couple of things that I highlighted. Good morning, everybody, that I highlighted from the introduction that's super important. And here it goes. This entire book is about raising your awareness. Awareness is everything. Awareness is what allows Stevie Wonder to reach out and grab a hit song from the invisible dimension. Awareness is what causes Ellen DeGeneres to bring through a comedic vibration that connects with the world. Awareness is what helps Elon Musk receive the ideas to do all the crazy shit he does. These people are no different than you and me. They just have an awareness of higher possibility that gives them access to their incredible talents. When our awareness is small, we're blind to unimaginable inspiration that's available to everyone and we become focused on the struggle to survive. When we raise our awareness, the magic of life starts to show up and the abundance that's all around us comes into focus. I'll speak more about this later in the book, but the process of raising your awareness can feel exciting and expansive. And it can also be challenging at times because it often involves getting rid of old, familiar, habitual beliefs. If you experience uncomfortable moments while reading, know that they're just growing pains that will lead to a more expanded and freer you. All right, and another piece um, of the introduction that I want to share with you guys is money is not what we really want. What we want is freedom, joy, creativity, love, connection, community, energy, health, contribution, and peace. No matter how much you accumulate money, you'll never bring those things all by itself. Truth is, you don't need money to create any of those things. Through the process of reading this book, you'll learn how to cultivate the experience and all those positive things with or without money. Oh, and once you have all those things 
and don't care about money, money will probably start to show up all over the place. But don't tell your ego that or it will start trying to create all those amazing things just so it can get money and that doesn't work so well. So chapter one is called The Illusion of Money. Imagine if Michael Jordan, at the height of his legendary basketball career, got amnesia and completely forgot who he was. After coming to be, he starts to get, he struggles. What is it? After coming to, he struggles to get a day job, finds a mediocre relationship, starts watching a lot of TV, and gets used to living an ordinary, unfulfilling life. In this alternate reality, with many diff different obvious plot holes, he's now walking around thinking he's an average guy and trying to figure out how to make ends meet while getting more and more unhappy with his life. If you met him, you'd probably be obsessed with trying to convince him, hey, remember, you're the greatest basketball player of who ever lived. You'd be doing everything in your power to get him onto the court so he could realize how amazing he actually is. But imagine him completely believing and defending that he's just an ordinary guy and explaining to you that he has bills to pay and he can't spend his time chasing some dream of playing basketball all day. That's an awesome analogy because, yeah, you would tell him that because he's MJ, but him not knowing he's MJ, the average person would just be like, nah, whatever. I gotta pay my bills. I don't have time for that. You're gonna, you'd be going crazy listening to him complain about how hard it is to get by, but you know about the hundreds of millions of dollars in total fulfillment he's missing out on by not trusting that he has this insane talent and value that he could bring to the world. Every time you go to Applebee's he now works at, you'd be trying to convince him to leave and do this thing you know he's amazing at. But he'd remind you about how if he stays there another two years, They'll make him assistant manager. And then he needs that kind of security in his life. You're sitting there trying to show him who he actually is because he has no idea. And he's angrily defending this new small life because he can't see what's beyond it from his limited perspective. This is how I see most people. No matter who I talk to, they seem to have amnesia about who they really are. I may not know you personally, so I don't know your story or what you do for a living. But here's what I do know. You are a brilliant creative genius. I don't need to know anything about you to know that. I'm not trying to pump you up or make you feel special. It's a fact. And don't try to argue with me about it. First, because this is a book and I'm not actually in front of you, so you'd be talking to a book. And more importantly, because it's the truth. Every voice in your head that tells you anything other than that is a lie that you've been told by the world that made you forget who you really are. After working with thousands and thousands of people from all over the planet, I've come to learn that every single person has the exact same level of unique brilliance in them. We all just access it in different amounts. How much we're accessing our brilliance depends only on how much we're attached to the limited story that cuts us off from it. If you could find a way for just a second to let go of your limited story that's telling you you're not a genius, boom, your genius would show up instantly. So every single one of us is holding on to an idea of ourselves that's only a tiny fraction of what we can truly become. And letting go of that idea, it doesn't mean we're all going to be able to dunk from a free throw line like Jordan, but it does mean that each one of us has a totally unique gift that's waiting to come through in an equally badass way. But when we're living in our amnesia and believing our small story, we spend our lives stressing about things that would be completely taken care of if we stepped into the magic of what we actually are. The reason this book is called The Illusion of Money is because money is one of the biggest excuses we give ourselves for why we can't follow our highest calling and step into what we're meant to become. If you want to be a writer, a painter, an entrepreneur, or anything else, but spend all your time working at a job you don't like just because it pays the bills, that's using money as an excuse to disqualify you from your limited talents and creativity. If I had a dollar for every time I heard that, straight, straight up. If you want to be, okay, no, I already read that. If you want to travel the world but don't 
because you think you can't afford it, that's using money as an excuse to not connect to the infinite possibility and synchronicity that's available when you take the first step and show up. I get that there's details about those types of situations that your mind might be pointing out as examples of how those things might not work. If any arguments like that came up, realize that that's the limited part of you arguing for its limitations. If you stopped arguing for your limitations, you start to see how it's possible instead of how it's impossible. There's, million, there's a million different ways that we let our illusional set of limitations around money keep us from following the excited ideas and dreams that we have. And it's costing us our life. After 25 years as a successful comedian, actor, transformational speaker, author, and junior league amateur bowler, <laughs> I've experienced many, many times how chasing money is not an effective way to create an abundant and fulfilling life. For years, I had the experience of taking gigs because the money was mentally exciting and then being completely exhausted because it wasn't in alignment with my highest calling. One of the moments that I felt the most alive was when I left my comedy career at its peak to become a transformational speaker so I could share this deeper part of myself with the world. I left tons of guaranteed money and so-called security for a complete unknown. It was terrifying. But what was on the other side of that terror was a completely different life that's not only more abundant financially, but has more freedom, more ease, more passion, more impact, and more joy. I'm gonna stop there for a second. I just wanna tell you guys that this really relates to me with when I opened the salon and decided to close. Basically, his whole comedy career, he was saying, he was taking gigs because the money was mentally exciting and then being completely exhausted because it wasn't in alignment with my highest calling. For me, it's what I love to do. I mean, I still love to do it and I still do it. But when I took it to that caliber of actually opening the salon, making it a full-time business and going all in, I was being stubborn because that was my like lifelong goal. I always wanted to do that. But then once I got there, number one, it wasn't the vehicle to get me to where I wanted to go, which was more time with my family and time freedom. That's the number one goal. And number two, my highest, highest calling, yes, I wanna help others, and I still do that with the things that I do now, but it wasn't the, it, it also wasn't the vehicle for me to be able to help so many others. Let me close this here. And that's when I did make the decision to forget that, close those doors. I mean, I still do hair very part-time, one to two days a week, but I'm able to do so many other things and I'm able to pursue that passion and that business in another way that's completely from home and allows me to be with my kids. And it's what he says here. It was terrifying because it's obviously an unknown. Even opening that was terrifying. But what was on the other side of that terror was a completely different life that's not only more abundant financially, but has more freedom, more ease, more passion, more impact, more joy. That's exactly what I feel with what I do right now. And some people don't understand and they ask me why. A lot of times when I have a client and I do their hair even this weekend, she was asking me, you know why? You would never go back to that? And I say never say never, but where I am right now in this season of life, everything's perfect right now. Everything is perfect right now and those are the exact words. And I'm glad that I was brave enough to pivot, basically pivot, force myself to pivot. Because at the end, the end goal for me was family and time freedom and that wasn't giving me that. So I'm not writing this book because I'm telling, I'm trying to sell this idea to you. 
I'm writing this book because I actually experienced what happens when you let go of a lifetime of attachment to money and achievement and step into a life of actual alignment and listening to whatever that thing is beating in your hearts. That thing doesn't give a shit about money. Life doesn't care what you have in your bank account. It wants to grow and learn and connect and love and create and play. This book is an invitation for you to let go of the part of you that's trying to get results and doesn't feel worthy. You don't need results. You are the results. This entire universe has to do everything in it billions of years for you to exist right now. Billions of years for you to, billions of years ago for you to exist right now. That's a tongue twister of a damn sentence. You're the point of this whole thing. There's nothing you need to do to prove yourself. I realize that many books about money are only about the results. I know it might sound backwards to suggest that you don't need to chase results to experience abundance, but what if chasing results is actually the thing that's keeping us from experiencing real abundance? What if we're starting to understand that believing we need any specific result is just a remnant of an old paradigm that thinks the results are more important than us? Those results are magic. We are the magic. We're the source of any result that comes into our lives so we can stop falling in love with results and start falling in love with ourselves. I'm going to take a sip and let that sink in a second. That feels good, doesn't it? To let all of that chasing and needing to achieve drop for a second and realize that you're here. You've made it. There's nothing else required. Everything beyond the fact of your existence is just a bonus. Life is a playground. Take a second, close your eyes, and feel the part of you that's just happy to be alive. If you actually did that, instead of just continuing to read like most people, you might have felt more connected to your body and the whole of your being as you relaxed a little, which is why now is a great opportunity to go back and do that and exercise instead of skipping it. It seems as if 99% of our creative energy has been spent trying to hold together this illusion of limitation and unworthiness. Oh, I love that. The moment we stop holding it together, we unlock an entirely new dimension of abilities and freedom. This is why I find the phrase, trying to keep it all together, so fascinating. What are we trying to keep together? If you have to try to keep something together, maybe it's not supposed to be there. Maybe what you're trying to keep together is an old way of being that doesn't fit anymore. Maybe your limitations and feelings of unworthiness are finally being outgrown. Maybe you can let it all go and allow an entirely new you to show up. An architect can't build a brand new hotel right on top of an old existing one. He needs to demolish the old one. Clear it out of the way and prepare the ground for a new one. What if all it takes is to let the planes, the plates fall and give yourself the space to discover the worthiness and freedom that you actually are? In that space, new aligned circumstances will start to show up in your life because they're no longer being blocked with a mental illusion of your own limitation. Even though this awareness of the unlimited possibility of life is available all the time, almost everyone in the world spends the majority of their day living in their heads, stuck in their mental entanglement with a limited story that stops them from truly connecting with themselves and the abundance that's available to them. For example, think about how much of each day you spend thinking of things that you can't control. Like what a politician said, what someone said about you, something you have to do later, what your parents think about you, what a sports team did, what's going to happen in the future, what happened in the past. What percentage of each day is your mind consumed with something that you actually can't control at all? Really stop and think about it. What would your answer be? 50% of the day? 75? 90? 
feel free to use fractions instead. You can also try the metric system. If you want to discover how many centimeters per day you're worrying about something you can't control. When you finally release the things that you can't control and allow yourself to be consumed with the pointless worrying, what you think you will make space for. What do you think you'll make space for? What do you think would be on the other side of that? What would be possible? What if you had a year of being free from your entanglement with temporary mental distractions? What do you think would happen? This is where your Michael Jordan or Oprah Winfrey or Gandhi or Steve Jobs or Elvis will show up. I guarantee you that all the people we consider to be the greatest in the world in their moments of highest creativity were not focused on anything other than their connection to themselves and the moment. And they doubt... <coughs> And they weren't keeping alive a story of unworthiness or doubt about what's possible. So this book isn't really about money. It's about connecting to the holy shit version of yourself that's here to change the planet. That doesn't mean you need to be a famous athlete or business owner or TV personality. Life's biggest calling for you might be to relax and live in a simple, humble way that allows your presence to powerfully impact each person you come into contact with. Either way, in this place of connection to yourself, you're going to discover how powerfully life is waiting to create through you when you're willing to let go of your constant drive to fix a story that you perceive as broken. I love how he says how you perceive as broken because the only way something is broken or not broken is your perception of what it is. Perception is everything. Our endless desire for money or fear of money is often really a desire to be safe or to be seen by the world. This book is about eliminating the need to seek safety through the illusion of money and learning to see ourselves for the perfection that we are. Beginning to bring our creative power to the world in an authentic way and allowing ourselves to receive massive true abundance in all areas as a byproduct. You'll discover that on the other side of this mental illusion of money, there's a powerful guidance system that just needs you to get out of your own way. You have infinite callings, next steps, ideas, and more all waiting for you. And your job is to become receptive to that guidance. Your job is to co-create with the moment. And when you do, you will impact people on a much bigger scale. Ironically, in this space, you might discover that money comes your way very quickly. Your job is to stay connected to the inner source of these results rather than the results themselves. The more you let go of the idea of money, the faster it comes. I know that when someone reads a book, they want to know what they should expect to get out of it. I realize and honor that you're choosing to spend your time reading this, so I promise to make it worthwhile. However, I want to offer you the opportunity right now to completely release the need for your expectations of this book to be met. If this book met your expectations, it wouldn't be taking you beyond yourself. My goal with this book is to give you a perspective of yourself <clears throat> and the magic that you are in a way you've never seen before. It will never do that if your expectations of what it should be are blocking new information from coming in. Instead of creating the mental expectation of what you'll get from the book, try becoming okay with the fact that you have no idea what you might get out of it. If you don't have any expectations, then you're wide open for something completely unexpected to happen. My suggestion is this, release your expectations and open your heart. The part of you that has expectations will have a hard time understanding this book, but if you let go of the limited part of you, that's trying to understand what to expect, you're gonna connect to something deeper that will take you into an entirely new dimension within yourself. This book is about learning how to align with your soul. It's about removing everything from your life that doesn't support and inspire the highest you. It's about listening to those little callings that tell you things like leave this company, move to Italy, 
and discovering that by answering these callings, you move into alignment with your entire being and work from a higher paradigm that has faster and easier ideas for you. This is about living fully and it's about transcending old beliefs that say things need to be a certain way. It's about receiving infinite abundant ideas and learning to act the second you feel that excited feeling. It's about making huge leaps without having all the answers and discovering that those callings are your true guidance system that has been waiting patiently for you to put your phone down and listen. It's okay if you're on your phone listening to this because it's actually productive. <laughs> this space of possibility is waiting for us to co-create with it. It wants to move forward in a way that is much more vertical than it is linear. It wants to make each day exponentially better than the day before. It wants to change channels. It wants to change paradigms. It wants to destroy your old small story. It wants to give you the world, but first it needs you to divorce your old lifelong habitual obsession when, with money. When you do, you can have it all. All right, so this is chapter one. I hope you guys really enjoyed that and listened through it. That's basically what this book is going to be about. Again, this book is extremely, extremely helpful and impactful to unlocking all of your mental blocks, your money blocks, your perception block, your limiting beliefs. Even though it says it's about money, it's honestly your limiting beliefs about comments send me a dm i would love to chat even more and yeah tomorrow morning i'll be back with the next chapter god bless you all thank you for watching